Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Oh, Joe, you know, teenagers, they sometimes make choices that they might look back on and seriously regret later in life. You know, whether it's choosing questionable friends or speaking rudely to their parents, we hope they regret that, or sometimes even something more permanent like getting a tattoo. Oh, I've got a story for you later, Ginny. Stay tuned. Now, for some parents dealing with teens, seeing their child come home with a tattoo is like that's their biggest nightmare. And for one of our listeners, this concern has become a reality. So what should you do when your child has made a permanent decision you simply don't agree with? And how do you navigate it together? Well, that's later on in this episode of Help! I Have a Teenager. I'm Ginny Mansberg. I'm a GP. And I'm Jo Lambert, a clinical psychologist. And I've seen the power of listening to how other parents work and parent their teens. And how much have we learnt from doing this podcast, Ginny? So much. And from our listeners. They're oh, exactly. amazing. Hearing what they're dealing with, hearing how they're feeling, what amazing job they're doing. And we can all just celebrate our own successes and learn about our own mistakes and think, oh, we're pretty normal. Yeah, exactly. So later on in this episode, we're going to be talking all about teenagers getting tattoos, where they're getting them, and what to do if your young teen has one. But first, this question came in from Claudia and she says, So I'm sure this has been discussed at length about tracking children and teens, but it's getting a bit prickly as my teenager gets older. They're now 17. Teen wants more independence, which is totally valid. However, tracking and apps like Life360 are still being used. I saw on a mother's chat the other day that this particular app can track things like your child's speed while driving, whether they're braking heavily or taking off at speed. As a parent of a child who just got their peas, it's just not sitting well with me. I want to keep my teen safe, but has it all gone too far? Is it okay to track them while they drive as a safety measure or should we let them Tokyo drift their way through life? Joe, I love this question. I bet I know what you're going to say. Well, firstly, I mean, we've talked about tracking our kids before, but obviously new developments happen all the time. And I've never heard about this one, about tracking your kids' driving behaviour. I mean, why? Why would you do this to yourself? I just don't get it. How is it going to help anyone? You know, say you do have this app and you see that your child is driving too fast on their peas. What are you going to do? Are you going to say, now, listen, we need to talk. I've seen on the app you took off far too quickly from that intersection. Three hours ago. Three hours ago. And, and you're, you're still alive to talk about it. Yes, but you were driving too fast. Is that 
when the teenager is going to say, oh my gosh, I didn't realise you could see that. Okay, now I won't do it. I didn't realise because surely they know the road rules. Surely they're either risky drivers or safe drivers or normally somewhere in that very wide space in between. And you just looking at this app is not going to be protecting them. You want to, of course, send them out as I still do with my, you know, nearly late 20s approaching 30 kids still say drive safely. You know, you can say things like that, but to actually say, oh, I'm watching so careful. I mean, I just don't understand why you do it to yourself. You just have more anxiety. And at what point would you take the app off their phone? Like, is it when they get to 20? Is it when they get to 30? Are you going to keep it on when they become parents so that you can make sure that they're being well behaved when you have grandchildren in the car? (laughs) I think at some point, if you really don't think that they're trustworthy in a car, but the government says they are because they've passed a driving test, which is quite onerous. It's not that easy to get that driving test. And they've also kept it. Yeah, because they haven't lost their license. Exactly. At what point are you just going to go, I've just got to close my eyes and trust that I've done as good a job as I can getting them to obey road rules and not be crazy risky? And at what point are you going to try and control everything in their life? For your own benefit. I think that's the main point I'm trying to get. One, it's not going to really help your teenager because they're going to be doing what they do anyway. And the consequences like getting a speeding fine, like losing their license for a while because they've got no points while they're on their you know, red peas to lose. So that's the other thing. If you are going to talk to your child, and you can normally tell this when you're teaching them to drive, but you can say, listen, just drive safely and to the road rules because otherwise, you know, you're going to lose your license. But you really want to tap into what impacts your child. So if you say to your child, you're going to lose your license and that means you're going to lose some independence. That's going to be a hassle for you. That might land on some teens. Other teens are going to land on them if you say, hey, and that might be really embarrassing. If you've just got it, now you're going to lose it again. So that might impact them. Or someone else who doesn't really care about whether they've got their license or not, you can say, but just remember, if you lose it, I'm not driving you around, you're going to be catching the bus. So that's a hassle for you. You see what I mean? You're not saying don't speed because your parent is watching. (laughs) You want to say don't speed because it's not safe. And also these are the consequences for it. Just remember that with these tracking devices, and this is just generally speaking, You've got to be aware of the danger of negative reinforcement, okay? So say you look at that app, you're really nervous because you thought, oh, my child's just got their peas, I feel really sick about them driving like most of us do just at first. So you get this app and you think, this is great, this is going to give me peace of mind because I'm going to look at it and see they're driving beautifully, they're where they say they are, everything's going well. You feel such relief when you look at that app and you think, oh, happy days. Now that checking behaviour is now reinforced. That relief you feel doesn't last very long. Soon you'll be thinking, yeah, I just want to check again (laughs) because now it's raining or now they're with that friend who sort of eggs them on. So I'm just going to have another little check. Soon you're just checking this app all the time. So it's not benefiting you in any way, even if they're doing the right thing. So that's how negative reinforcement can become a trap. So as you predicted, (laughs) I can't see any benefit in using an app like this. Yeah, we couldn't agree with you more, Claudia. The only other thing that I would add is that the time to have the conversation about the fact that the person now, your teen, has a lethal weapon in their hands and it is very important to pay respect to a car and we still do have too many teenagers dying in motor vehicle accidents. It's all true. And once they have their peas, that's no longer the time. We've got to trust that that process, they've gone through that, that they understand that. 
and that they're hopefully going to be okay. You've got to reinforce this when they're on their L's. When you are the gatekeeper to them doing any driving at all, you can give them all the lectures you want. <laughs> it's a really good time when they're sitting and concentrating in traffic and you're in the passenger seat. And now you just have to, as Joe says, protect your own mental health. And build their confidence. Build their confidence. If you're busy saying, hey, listen, you know, you're going to hurt somebody or this is a lethal weapon. Gosh, you know, because sometimes really nervous drivers are more dangerous than ones who are driving to the speed limit. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. So I have three children and I was a single mother when teaching all of them how to drive the worst experiences of my life. I'm way too nervous to be a good driving teacher. <laughs> I was just terrible. So with the boys, they were overconfident and I would just sit there with basically my eyes closed and <laughs> gripping onto the Jesus yeah, handle. Just, yeah, <laughs> white knuckle ride. It was just horrific. And then with my daughter who would drive perfectly at about 25 to 30 kilometres an hour, I'd say, darling, we can just go a little bit faster. <laughs> Everyone's sort of honking you (laughs) and she'd say no no I'm fine I'm fine still has never lost a point she's the most perfect driver but that was also stressful yeah look it is hard isn't it I just remember even picking my son up from school for him to drive to get his driver's test and he just pulled out in front of a semi-trailer who just you know was obviously blasting the hall and I'm saying what the are you doing (laughs) and he said you're meant to be building my confidence you're not meant to be killing us. So that was a very hairy ride that I was thinking. I think, as you say, I was definitely anxious at the beginning, but I was also prone to swearing because when oh, you'd say, I've got slow down, mouth. slow down, stop sign, stop sign, stop, you know, and then it'd come out and they'd go, mum, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you think, I just can't wait till you're teaching your kids. Dude, you got a tattoo. (laughs) So did you, dude? No. So, Ginny, this question was sent to us using the anonymous form that's in our show notes, and so anyone can fill that out and send us their teen dilemma. The question writes, Hi, Ginny and Joe. I have a 15-year-old son with ADHD who has just come home with a tattoo. The tattoo was done by an apprentice who gave it to him at her home. We've spoken to a doctor about the chance of transmissible diseases and explained to our son the risk he has taken to his health and the illegality of the tattoo itself. He and I are really close and talk about most things, so I feel the trust I had in him has been broken. My husband is furious and scared that if we don't pull in the reins, he'll do something way more dangerous in the future. My husband is also concerned that I'll be too soft on our son, which I think is worrying him too. What should we do? Do you have a tattoo, Joe? I don't. Nor do I. Do any of your children have a tattoo? Oh, yes. <laughs> Mine too. Shall you start <laughs> about the tattoo? Well, I just really relate to Anonymous here in terms of it can be devastating when your teenager comes home with a tattoo, as my 17-year-old son did. And my 16-year-old daughter. And your 16-year-old daughter. Now, 
It is. And I just can't believe how badly I reacted to it. I was absolutely devastated. It was just on his foot. But what I was outraged about was that a friend of his mother had taken him to get no. this tattoo. She had given her permission for my son to get a tattoo no. because he was underage and would not let her own child get a tattoo. What? Unbelievable. So as you can see, I'm still upset about this. <laughs> so it was... That I mean, is a bit outrageous. Outrageous. And my son was so shocked that I was upset. I mean, I couldn't speak for days, if not weeks, not in a sulking, angry way. I don't know whether it was about this other mum or whether it was about the tattoo or everything, but it was very upsetting. How about you? Look, Jade had been talking about and drawing this same tattoo for about 18 months on her arm and said, you know, for when it's my 16th birthday, I want to go and get it. Is that okay? She'd wanted it for a year and a half. It was fine. And she has got more and she loves all of them. And so I quite like a bit of ink. I don't mind it. Well, that's what I was going to say too, that I still can't believe how strongly I reacted to it because now, of course, he's had more tattoos, which has shown me that, look, he got that one then, but even if that hadn't happened, he would have as soon as he was old enough. And so is my daughter. They've got ones that mean things to them and you can think, oh, okay. So I think that's what I would say. It is quite confronting and shocking if you didn't expect it. I mean, in your case, Ginny, you know, Jade had been talking about it. I was so shocked. I had no idea, you know, what is that on your foot? Yes. (laughs) But now I'm thinking, what's that on your foot, your arm? (laughs) What would you have done if it was, though, an unlicensed tattoo place where you don't know where that needle has been like there's a reason why tattoo parlors are licensed is because they do penetrate the skin and they have contact with blood and so there is that risk of blood-borne diseases so that's why I always suggest people don't get a tattoo in Bali or Thailand or Colombia somewhere where you don't know the provenance of the needle I do think anonymous that he probably does need to go and have blood testing for hepatitis B and C and also HIV and then you need a period of time to allow for what we call steroconversion. So often the initial test is negative and then you have another test in three months' time and if there's a problem it's going to come up in that second test. So I do think we probably need to assume that the needle was not sterile, unfortunately. That's the bit that I think was the dumb bit, not getting the tattoo necessarily, although he might regret it. One in three tattoos apparently in Australia people wish they hadn't got them and very big market for tattoo removal places. Anyone interested in starting a business, that's the one to be in. And so it's understandable, isn't it? Anonymous and her partner are very worried about the health reasons. And what would I do if that happened? I'd ring my good friend Ginny and say, what should we do (laughs) about this? And you've just given that answer. So that's probably frightening for Anonymous to hear that you probably do need to get some blood tests. But it is an example, isn't it? It's an example of how teens operate. You know, we can talk to them about the dangers of you know, tattoos or vaping, you know, smoking drugs or whatever, but they're still going to make their own decisions. And so our job is to then, if you've got a teen who does tend to take risks, then you want to find out why. You know, did your son Anonymous get this because it was part of impulsivity with the ADHD? You know, that may be it. Was it because he felt pressured in some way? Were friends saying, hey, look, what's wrong with you? You're weak if you don't get this tattoo. So you want to be talking about that. You want to have the opportunity to say, okay, is this risky behaviour? So how can we help you, you know, channel that desire for risk in a healthy way? Or is this your impulsivity about 
ADHD? What are we going to do about that? Or is this some peer pressure that you're finding it a bit hard to say no to? So then you're having conversations not about the tattoo because this is not about you going soft on your teen. You know, to me, he doesn't need a punishment. He just needs, as Ginny said, you know, a health check and then a series of discussions about, okay, why? <laughs> and the first tattoo a kid or a person gets is often quite small, whether they're going to be really committed to ink and go you know, ink from top of their head to the bottom of their soles of their feet. That's a much later discussion. So I think just one, I wouldn't worry about it too much. Most of them can be covered up and if he doesn't really want it later on, you can remove it. But I think as Joe says, I wouldn't focus too much on the tattoo, but just the decision tree around that and how moving forward we can improve his decision-making ability. And I think sometimes the punishments, you can overdo it and make it all about what he did instead of how he you know, leverages this experience to have a really awesome adulthood. Yeah, exactly. And it's not going to make sense. It's not going to make sense to him probably to get punished. It will be punishment enough to go to the doctor and say, hey, I need, you know, give some blood. Yes, <laughs> little AIDS test. Now, if you enjoyed this episode of Help, I Have a Teenager, click the follow button wherever you're listening to your podcast to get notified when our new episodes drop every Friday. And if you have a question for us, we would love to hear it. You can call our Mamma Mia podcast phone on 02 9386 and leave a message. This episode was produced by our wonderful Tali Blackman with audio production by Tom Lyon. I'm Jo Lamble. I'm Ginny Mansberg and we'll see you next week. If you would love unlimited access to everything women are talking about right now, subscribe to Mamma Mia. An annual Mamma Mia subscription includes discounted tickets to Mamma Mia live events, subscriber-exclusive stories, podcasts and videos from Australia's leading independent women's media brand. 